What up, fools? This is Jerry Reynoso from the Foos Podcast. I just want to take the moment to state that all opinions and views are of our own, including and not limited to Diana Gonzalez, professor of mathematics here at Cal State Long Beach, Mariana Patino, Javni Rami, Jerry Reynoso, who are students here at Cal State Long Beach and the host of the great Foos Podcast. Uh, I also want to give a quick trigger warning because there are some pretty sensitive uh, things talked about in this podcast as uh, we've all been pretty open to each other. Uh, about the things we experienced here and uh, you know it's a it's an opportunity for us to be open about our feelings and things we dealt with so uh, we had a lot of fun filming this with Diana and again we want to express our pleasure in having her on the show and so without further ado this is the Foos Podcast with our very first special guest Diana Gonzalez Podcast, y'all know what today is, right? Food flannel Friday. Food flannel <laughs> Friday. You know what that means we got something very special for you guys. This food flannel. No one Friday. is wearing a flannel though. They don't need to know that. It's audio. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Come on now, what you exposing us for? <laughs> uh. I was very confused. <laughs> I see no flannel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is like a little little uh, entertainment industry magic and. Uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, secret. They don't really record the day they release. So this episode that we're recording right now is filmed on a Wednesday, yes. but we're posting it on a Friday. Hence, Food Flannel Friday. You know what I mean? So, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest for the day. Uh, we've been looking forward to this day for a long time, ever since we started. Yeah, episode one. We were like, oh. We know who we're getting first. And so uh, I'm glad we were able to pull this off. And that, uh, yeah, let's just introduce right away Miss Diana Gonzalez, professor in the mathematics department. How are you doing, Miss? I'm good. How about you? Good. I just want to make sure that no matter what goes on in this podcast, it won't, you know, won't affect our grade or anything, right? (laughs) No. no. Okay, cool. For sure. Only positive vibes. No matter what, I'll see you next semester. Wow, all right. that's a great, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, how are you feeling? How, how's, it, how's it going on today? Uh, back well, from break? Yeah, back from break, and it's kind of hard. I don't know about you, but I'm, like, it was a taste. It was a tease, like, of freedom and sleeping in, and now we're back for the hardest two, three weeks yeah. of the semester, so. Well, it's the easiest for the teachers. No, I still have. You all know how slow I am at grading. <laughs> I still have my birthday grading. Yeah. Oh, that's so, not fun. And making sure everybody's prepared. The easiest week is finals week because that's when I give the finals. You just wait until everything to be done. It's yeah. like, all right, I did my part. Time for y'all to do yours. Well, and then after that, once finals are done, then you guys wait for the grades, and then I spend the time grading. Yeah. So. Take the time grading. Yeah. <laughs> how long does it take you? Depending on the class, for Math 104, it's a bit easier for, like, there's not much grading going on because the exams are online, but it's a lot of analysis on, 
like seeing where students are, what can help them, like if they're borderline students, you know, what helps them raise their grade, who were they, and you know there's like 260 of y'all, so. That's it? That, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> For my call class, it takes like two days to grade the finals, and then do the same analysis but yeah oh yeah you obviously seem like a very per- a very busy person so we appreciate you joining us and taking the time for us to speak with you because we have a lot of questions to ask you and i'm pretty <laughs> sure a lot of people want to hear that uh the answer that you that you're ready to give to us but a uh, thing that we want to create is a little tradition where we give a, a question each time we have a special guest and, and in that honor you're the first one to get this kind of question and so with that i'm gonna give it to Havni to ask it so, your question is, if you could choose your age forever, what age would you choose and why? It's a good one, I know. <laughs> and I have so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I mean, I just turned 29. Yeah! But I actually really like this 28, 29 thing. 20, I love the number 9, so I like the 29, but mainly I feel that I'm no longer... That student part that, like, I have those responsibilities of school. I get to actually just live my life. And I've been doing things for myself. So I've been putting myself first. So I kind of like that. I mean, I hate being poor still as an adult. (laughs) but It's okay. Yeah, that's definitely something we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The negatives, but I'm starting. (laughs) I don't even know. Some of us might have not even been a thought. That's another podcast, though. (laughs) Right, Mariana? <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and talk to you about just your up- overall upbringings and uh, just to get to know you because I think it's safe to say that I can say for everybody, every one of your students, we really appreciate you because, again, a transition from not only high school to college is difficult, but going from high school to pandemic to college in a pandemic, you know, that's a big, giant change. And I think you made that very easy for us. And so I, I, I think... All three of us were like, kind of figure out like, where did you get this concept and where did this come from? And I think the overall uh, origin of that is just who you are, you know, overall. So, first question is, uh, who are you? <laughs> uh, where are you from, if you don't mind us asking? Uh, I was raised in Downey, California, so that's 20 miles away from here. Uh, that was my upbringing. At the time that I went, um, Hispanics were a minority, so I, I was in the minority and people would tell me that I was whitewashed, I guess, because, you know, I, I, my mom was trying to teach us Spanish, but then I couldn't learn Spanish writing and English writing at the same time. So it was like a struggle uh, having like the American culture and the Mexican culture as well, all in, all in one while growing up. It is and, a lot. Yeah. And the demographics switched as we, as I went through high school, then like yeah. the minorities changed and there were more Hispanics. So I saw more people that were like me. But, yeah, I grew up in Downey. Um, my parents are clowns, so I partied a lot. Like, they'd go do parties for hey. Saturdays, oh, three on Sundays. Cool. Yeah, my dad's a clown on skates. Maybe he's at a party for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 You literally mean they're clowns? Yeah, they're clowns. Oh, yeah. wow. I thought you meant, like, you're just saying, like, an adjective. <laughs> no, no, that's their jobs. That's why I'm funny. 
<laughs> I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, so we did a lot of parties and we traveled a lot with them, my brother and I. And um, yeah, we had a really good childhood because they didn't not always work Monday through Friday. So growing up, I went to Disneyland all the time. Wow. That's why I love it. Every <laughs> Wednesday, they take us out 10 minutes early to beat the traffic. And that we is go. so cool. God mm-hmm. damn, my parents are messing up, bro. I Should have been clowns. Should have been clowns, dude. I was going to say, well, back in the day, like when I went to high school and I had to pay for my own Disney pass, like a one day ticket was $50. You know, now that's like a jersey's more than that. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know why that happened though, right? Inflation. Really? Disney started, charge, well, it's off topic. But they started <laughs> raising the prices to keep people out because there was so, much, so many people going in. Oh, Travis Scott should probably do that, no? <laughs> yeah, start raising the prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, Wow, Downey. Downey. Uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I not... live like 10 minutes away from there. Whittier. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. You have to cross the five. Yeah. yeah. Traffic <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's 10 minutes away, but it takes about, what, 30, 40? <laughs> 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 on a good day. <laughs> at, the, at the chunk where, the, you know, the traffic begins. Oh, <sighs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad you're talking about your your the demographics of Downey, especially you growing up, because I think that's something that me and... uh. And Mariana can relate as, you know, also Latinos, uh, students here at Casa Long Beach. Now, for Holly, is a bit different because uh, she's from Nebraska somehow. No, I'm not from Nebraska. <laughs> just, from Nebraska. just for a few years. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. First episode, guys, come on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she listening. <laughs> she listens to us. All right, cool. No, but um, Holly, I mean, I, I just wondered because I feel like we could relate, but I want to find out what is up, like within your demographic. Now... If I'm in a room and I see people that I think are Latinos and they're for me or Mexicans in, in particular, if I want to find out they're Mexican or not, all I gotta say is, "He volver, volver," <laughs> and they say, "Volver," yeah, and they all know. respond. That's how you figure it out, right? Yeah. What, what, what kind of Middle Eastern thing do people think? Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're Middle Eastern. You know what they talking about? That's for their name. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like last names. So, um, real quick. What name did you give today at Starbucks? I escaped Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> I never give my real name. It, I, I just give out some basic ass name Katrina. and hopefully they spell it out. <laughs> hey, Jessica. <laughs> That's actually smart. Somehow people like mess up my name, dude. No, because I'm not standing there like Havni. H. And then they're like, how do you pronounce that? Don't care. Just give me the drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The name's John. No, yeah. Uh, so you were in Downey for how long? I moved when I was four. Oh, man, I can't do the math. Oh. At least like 20 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. She a Downey veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were born in Downey. You weren't born in Downey? We were born, um, my brother and I were born in Monterey Park. Okay. And we lived in City Terrace by East LA. Cool. And CSU LA area yeah. for four years. And then. That's a big change, especially for, you know, going from La Raza to. La Masa over there. <laughs> we were not allowed to play outside in City Terrace yeah. because of the drive-bys mm-hmm. Yeah, at any time of the day. So, And then when we moved to Downey, we not only had a yard, but we could actually go outside. Yeah. And from what I know of like Downey, there's like, there's like kind of suburb areas where it's like there's a lot of dead ends, right? Yeah. We live on a dead end. The 5 Freeway, it, it's like our It's house. on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our house, our neighbor, 5 Freeway. Wow. So uh, when it shakes, it's like, is it a truck? Is it an earthquake? I don't know. Let me yeah. check Facebook. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or you're in Downies. You're not in Northridge, so you should be good. 
Wow, that's that's awesome. You know, again, me and Mariana can relate that in a way. And mm-hmm. I grew up everywhere across the state. I grew up here, Long Beach, Buena Park, Carson, uh, over there by Sacramento, City Call, Fairfield. So I've been everywhere. But just to get a little taste of everything, I know um, demographically, you know, how, you know, each city exploits our Mexican culture. And I think that's a big deal in terms of, you know, just relation overall. Um, now, again, you're a professor here at Casa Long Beach. Is that something you always wanted to be, like, that was always your choice of career, or were you always into school? Or talk to us about the school process in Downey. I did. Um, school was my jam. I had I struggled making friends, so school became my, like, best friend. That was, like, I can excel in this. I don't need anybody else to help me. This is my thing. And then at around, like, fifth grade, I just started finding myself thinking, like, oh, if I were a teacher, I would do it like this. So, in like, from middle school and on, it was just a matter of what subject was I going to so teach. So you were always set into... I loved it, yeah, the whole wow. teaching thing. I played teacher, like, I wanted to teach. It, just, it was just a matter of what am I going to teach right. and what grade. And then in high school, I decided math. Actually, when I was struggling in honors <laughs> math and had to drop math, I said I wanted to be a math teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was like, I want to help people. Like, I'm struggling through math, and I think it that's, could be more that's, accessible. That's really ironic because you would expect someone that's good at math, like, oh, hey, I'm going to do this because I'm good at the subject. Yeah. But weren't, weren't you saying earlier today that you were going to partner up with somebody in some class, and you guys didn't both didn't know what – you guys uh-huh. didn't understand the material, right? So you were gonna, like, yes. you're going to struggle together. Yes. I feel like that's kind of like <laughs> – the the mentality you had, but not only struggle together but figure it out together. I, I find that really cool. It's very fascinating. That's why math makes friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, uh. that's gonna be for another podcast. <laughs> math, math makes podcast. Math makes podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Downey, California. There's a well again. That's also for another podcast. But the football demographic in in footballs and soccer within. L.A. County, Long Beach County, County, Long Beach could be a county. I don't care if people say there's so much <laughs> stuff going on. But Downey, there's a big heart in terms of, you know, the Mexican culture and football. And that's something that needs to be discussed at a future date. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> now, how was it? Not only were you, are you a Mexican, which is, you know, not odd, but you live with, the, you know, circus kind of family clowns. So it was like party rentals, that kind of vibe or... Like Dumbo vibe or what's going on? Yeah, no, bro. Um, they have a um, they had they just retired from that, but they um have a show, so they would do a show last an hour forty minutes. Here's the pitch, right? Like hour forty minutes. It, it includes a magic show, balloon party, face painting, cool. games with kids and adults, prizes. Then it ends with a pinata. Twenty minutes later, we are right to the next one. So oh, wow. four on Saturday, three on Sunday. Wow. My first party was at twenty six days old. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sleep is for the week. <laughs> she was napping in the in the back seat. Already. <laughs> Dang, that's 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 something you don't hear every day, you know. Yeah. Um, that's cool though, because they had a lot of flexibility, like you said. So you know they they weren't the type of parents that would work in the weekdays. They would work in weekends, you know. Yeah. So they had a lot of time for you guys. Yeah, and it's they brought cool. you guys to their job too. Yeah, because they—I mean, growing up, at some point, my brother and I were bullied for what they did, and my parents, I think, began to feel a little ashamed of it. But as we grew up, we got to share with them like 
our our childhood, we were really lucky. I mean, we were we would get out early on a Wednesday to go to Disneyland. Hell yeah! Every, and you know, or Universal Studios, like or anything like road trips. We had that kind of family that we just traveled and got. We were very close. Yeah. Issues started happening later on because growing up in Downey, like we there was a lot of American culture around us, and mm. it wasn't we didn't see as much Hispanic culture, so there was that idea of like no college wasn't a question it was that's the next step after high school but also traditionally at 18 you leave your home right but in hispanic culture you, you leave don't until you're married you know yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and you don't get married until you, you, you you're get staying married, you know you're yeah. staying what is that you don't mind asking is that why you're still here at Kelsey Long Beach <laughs> you're not married yet <laughs> I, no, I moved out a while ago okay there you go but, <laughs> but that was like that caused a lot of issues and there was that cultural clash like growing up there and being mm-hmm. raised with those views through school versus what we were seeing at home and it was like selecting like okay we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving so we are Americanizing mm. but then we're going to keep this part of the Hispanic culture so it was like what what part are a we lot, adapting? A lot changes. You know? A yeah. lot changes, yeah. It was kind of confusing being like, am I, what part yes. is American? What part is Mexican? Mm. I'm too Mexican to be American, but yeah. I'm too American to, to be, be Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> so yeah. it It's was, a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just felt like I was being pulled in both directions, and I didn't know exactly where, like, where I stood and what choices I had. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of rough. Yeah, that was, and that was the, the stigma back in the day. You can't be one or the other. You can't be in the middle, which I yeah. think today... I mean, you can be whatever you want. It has changed. It has changed a lot. And Holly, I mean, this you having you on is like it couldn't have been perfect timing because last week for Foods Giving, that's exactly what we talked about oh, yes. for Holly because she's she a, doesn't celebrate. That. She doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, right. you know. And that was something that you wanted to adapt at a younger age within your family, right? Yeah, because growing up, you're like it's instilled in you, like oh, let's go make turkey hands, like just stupid, like <laughs> stupid American shit, and yeah. it's like. Why am I doing this when I, I have a way better culture at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it's like when you're going around with it, it's like... Even even Christmas for you. Yeah. Right? You just feel like left out and then... FOMO. Like, yeah. yeah, as a kid. But then you grow up and you're like, actually, this is dumb. And yeah. then you just go back to your own roots. You make your own yeah, tradition, Which I like. Yeah, because yeah, it actually shocked me where you said, oh, yeah, we just... We treat Thanksgiving like it's a normal day. I'm like, damn, that's... Usually it's like family gets together and, you know, they they already have their separate plan. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's just, it's different, Everyone's you know? Different. And like I said last week, I'm a guy that's all about differentiation. And so when you combine and diversify uh, different kinds of cultures, you get always something different. And do you think you're still kind of like in the aspect of you're still getting pulled left or right, whether you're Mexican or American, or have you gotten to the point where it's like, I'm both? No, um, I'm Diana. There you go. <laughs> That's what it. Is. I don't want to. I don't want to have culture define me because, like Havni was saying, depend. Like I'm not Mex. I mean, I'm Mexican American, but then there are other features from other cultures that I would like to adapt. Mm. And so I'm just picking and choosing what aligns best with me with the help of my therapist. There you yes. go. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the therapist. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you. Went to which high school? Did you Downey High School, I'm assuming. No, oh. in High School. Oh. Online? Oh wow, that's that. <laughs> Nine years, you said. What? How many years were you in online high school? What? Wait, what? Did you say you're <laughs> online high school, or am I tripping? No, oh, no, I said Warren Bears. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man, it's I been was a like, long day. Oh, okay. I heard online high school. I was Pandemic like, wow. early, for no, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know what we're dealing with. <laughs> no, no. Warren High. Warren Go Bears. Warren High. 
Oh, okay, cool. Wait, How was that experience? Did someone famous go there? Why am I thinking someone famous? Me? You? Hey, Miranda Diana. Cosgrove, right? She was raised in Downey, Downey, right? She yeah. went to Maud Price Elementary, and at that point, School of Rock came out. So then she was, she was on it with Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she yeah. got. She blacked out. No, yeah. for real. Yeah. But she lived on the other side, so she would have gone to Downey High School. Oh. Mm. Okay. Downey, Downey, Downey. Downey. How, how was? Oh. No. <laughs> I'm older than her. Oh, how was a uh, Warren High School? I had a cousin that graduated there. It was pretty great. I mean, well, actually, it was okay. <laughs> uh, I loved the teachers there. That was really, they were my friends. I started being able to make better friends, like, my last two years when I kind of got in a DGAF mode about the people I hung out with. Like, you know what? You, If you're going to talk smack, do it. I yeah. don't care. Oh, high school is ho- the so, worst. Yeah, and middle school, too, though. Uh, but we had so many opportunities. Like, my physics teacher, my calculus teacher senior year, they were really great. Like, my physics teacher, he was the head of the solar boat club. And so we built a solar boat in a year and raced it. Like really? Ourselves, oh, wow. our, like the students did it. He did the mechanics part, but we had to know how the solar panels worked. We had to build That's it. That's so cool, actually. Right? Yeah. So I tell people, like, I built a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and my calculus teacher, really, she, she graduated from Cal State Long Beach. So she really prepped me. Like, Cal State Long Beach was my dream school. Like, they, really? I was going to teach high school. And Cal State Long Beach produces great teachers. Cal mm-hmm. State's are teaching schools, but Cal State Long Beach for math, yeah. it's a math degree with option in education versus at other institutions, it's mainly an education with option in math degree. Oh, So okay. it's a difference of like See, 10 I didn't even know that. Classes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You want to so, be a teacher now? <laughs> I'm debating. <laughs> no, she really guided me because, you know, my parents didn't go to college. So mm. yes. it was like a headless chicken. Like, You're just kind of like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But they did. That was another thing. I was talking to some students that they didn't have, like, a college counselor. But we had Miss Nielsen, and she taught us. We, they took time to teach us how to do FAFSA. They took time to, so that when we actually applied, mm. we, they got to look over our stuff. Miss Sangalang told me who to take because she did math here. She was like, take these instructors. This is the path you want to do. Get this degree so that you have options aside from teaching. It was just, it was very nice. I felt that I had a, a family there with the teachers, and they provided so much support transitioning here. So That's awesome. Good to hear that. That is so cool. And, and so they they basically made that transition from high school to college a little bit easier <laughs> for you, especially since you don't really have support within your family, just because of the you know what their professions were. Yeah, I mean, I had the support in the sense where, like, hopefully I'll get funding or something to go to school because I know my parents couldn't afford it. But it was a thing, like, you're, we came here to give you a better yes. life. This is what you're going to do. And After, sorry yeah. to interrupt. You didn't have a guide. Like, you said you have an or, older brother? Younger brother. Younger brother. So yeah, you were the, so first. Was the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah, <sighs> and we're 11 months apart, so he came here right after I did. Wow, that's like, crazy. you had you as a, like, guide. Yeah. Yeah. My my brother and I were ten months apart. Oh, I think we're called like Irish twins or something, or Catholic twins. They call us Mexican twins. Okay, because oh. like, for two months, then you're the same age, right? The same number. Yeah, for like uh, yeah, like two months. Yeah. Uh, but he's March 25th. I'm May 1st. So it's like a month and okay. something. A few days. That we're yeah, in a few days. Yeah. A month and some change. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool. Uh, so yeah, Kelsey Long Beach was the only option for you. Like mentally, you're just like Kelsey Long Beach, Kelsey Long Beach. I got to be a Niner. I had backups. Like Kelsey okay. Fullerton also produced good teachers, and then 
uh, with my scores, I knew I could get into Cal State LA. And I applied to San Diego State just in case I wanted to move out from the home. But Cal State Long Beach was my dream school from like my sophomore year of high school. That was, that's where I saw myself. I wanted to come here. As soon as I got in, I cried. I accepted immediately. I was like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I'm coming here. I didn't even visit campus. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was me. I didn't, didn't know how the campus. Quick was. question: Is this not your first time in the USU, right? Oh no, it is okay. not. <laughs> okay. I, didn't know, I thought the radio. Well, I think it's the radio that's an upper campus, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't know this was a thing. I thought people just played cards, like yeah. <laughs> you know, Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, so now you're here. Yes. How was it as a student? And I, I believe you're still a student, right? No, you're, I'm, you're I'm done. done. Dunzo. <laughs> She's done. Dunzo. She How was that debt? Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, as an undergrad, I got a lot of financial aid, thankfully. Undergrad, then, yes. Yeah, undergrad. And then I learned my Dr. Chang, she was like, why aren't you applying to scholarships? Nobody applies. And when I started to do that, a little too late. Yeah. But she was right. Every scholarship I applied for, I got. The ones that had bigger money like or more money. They those were harder to, to get into or to get because they were more based on merit. So I really had to work hard for those. But mm-hmm. aside from that, like it was it was prep. Like there were so many scholarships that I just started writing essays for it, and you got them because nobody was applying. They kept extending deadlines. Like there's free money out there. What? Yeah, I hear so, people say that all the time. But like me too. It's, I, it's true. Yeah, it's and true. I'm always like, is it really like? No, but true. I never really look into it. I feel like I have like kind of search up free. I mean, sorry, uh, local scholarships in Whittier, but like, my there's not a lot of options. So, th- but I stopped cool. there. Beach scholarships, you apply, and it'll send that one application sends it to all the scholarships available. Oh wow! And then you want to look into your major and at their department. Those are the math scholarships I got. Like, yeah. To put it into perspective, my job was to be a student. There was one semester where take home, like they paid off my tuition. And I got back seven thousand dollars wow. because of a scholarship. Disney. That was all in next thing. I moved out. I uh, <laughs> rent. Moved yeah. into Disney. Like, Disney. Wow. <laughs> so. uh, uh. What year did you move out? I moved out for a year in 2013. So I think I just turned. I was 19, going on 20. Wow. And then I moved back home, and that was that was really. You're hard. making me feel like I'm. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I was like, do you suggest that, or <laughs> only if you're finan- Of course, if you're prepared to settle in, that's probably the best thing, right? Obviously, yeah. Financial stability is very important. You don't want that added stress as a student. For me, the relationship that I had at home wasn't healthy. That was also the reason why yes. I moved out the second time. You know, I had curfews that were oh. earlier than my students, and I was 23, and they yeah. were 17. So. Mm. It just, like I said, there was a cultural clash between my goals and my parents' goals for me. So I moved out, and it be, for me, it was the best choice. Like, we have such a great relationship, or a better one now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and it was also an experience. Like, I got to fend for myself. I didn't know how much electricity was or water, and all of a sudden, I was like, turn off the lights. And I get so <laughs> Yeah, and now like, you understand. No. You're, you, become you're, your, you become your parents. Yeah. <laughs> You're in your car and you're like, oh, these lights are free. Let me turn it on. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or like, oh, I'm a shower at school at the rec. Save water, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> that top ramen diet, though. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you st- again, you're talking about that cultural clash. When we look at the different generation between like our parents' generation and ours, you know, I don't care what you want to call them, whatever name they are, there's a, there's a different way of thinking for each of them, you know? And I think. 
you know, it just depends on us, our generation, to kind of change that way of thinking, to change uh, the way things are. Because for whatever reason, it's like things are so strict when they don't need to be, you know, for uh, to a certain extent. Uh, I, I'm blessed to have my parents because they they think the same way, yeah. you know. Oh, you don't have curfews, you know. They trust me. They learn to build that trust in different manners, you know. And so hearing you, 23 years old, and you still have curfews, like, man... Aren't you paying bills? You know what I mean? Like to me, like I'm paying bills. I, hey, my hour goes up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, no, that's it, crazy. It, it's a it's a big. Uh, that's definitely like a coming of age experience right there that that we want to hear from you. Um, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, you said you had that teacher, Miss Nielsen. She still at Warren? Do you know? I don't know. You she don't was know? a librarian slash college counselor. Oh, okay, cool. So, but I know she helped out a lot of people. A lot of us were going there for FAFSA help, college help. What is college? How do you apply? Yeah. Yeah. What is college for? That's I know I really, I had no idea what I was doing in college, like the first few days. Like, till, it's not till right now that I'm kind of getting the hang of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that there were different degrees, like a master's yeah, degree and a either. doctorate. <laughs> and then people go, oh, you can go straight to a doctorate. It's like, what is that? <laughs> what? I don't need to be a doctor. What are you talking about? Like, oh, okay. doctor and math. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, and no, I get that. Um, no, and then like I said, I I really want to get the the way your process was from college. I mean, to high school to college because we had to do it without even being in school, and so that was very difficult. Um, but just based on your experience, can you give like the students that might be listening to this, you know, any advice, whether if it's someone that's you know transitioning from high school to college this upcoming year or the years to come, who are kind of Going towards post-COVID, post-pandemic, uh, what kind of resources do you think they should uh, reach out to and take advantage of? For sure. Like, something that I've noticed in students and people from co- or with COVID, like Zoom University, right? That, was, that, was, that did not work for many of us. Zoom? Um, <laughs> the social aspect got really lost. So definitely get out and just visit schools and begin to feel... Feel yourself. Can you see yourself there? Because you're not going to be learning from your room, which is where you've been in for a while. And I think we've kind of lost, at least for me, when I, uh, during doing Zoom, I lost sense with the school and I lost sense with what I called home. And I love this school. Like This was my home. So I think it's very important to go, get out, visit, see it. And also just understand, like, I think, and this is for people out there, like both on the teaching, uh, teaching side and the student side, that we're not the same. It, the, the quality of students that the with the education actually the quality of education changed mm-hmm. over Zoom, and it feels that sometimes we're holding students to the same standard. But like I have to check myself and remind myself. You guys just came back from a year and a half of yeah. like I'm not saying that you use photo math to get through math, <laughs> but you know I'm sure I know several of my of the students I tutored that was our way did through. Not, yeah. Nope. Guess and check. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I understand it was really hard to learn online. Like, how mm. do you stay awake when there's no accountability? Right. So I definitely get it. But we did not as a as a as the world, we did not actually pause to just let the pandemic happen. We mm. tried to bulldoze through it. So a resource, another resource I would suggest is if, you're, if you know what you want to do, look up classes that you're look up the majors and the requirements so that you can brush up on those skills, because unfortunately, for example, if you're going into STEM engineering, if you don't pass calculus one by the spring, you're done. You can't even major in it anymore. You can't declare. Wow. So oh, wow. You need to have your math skills solid mm. coming in. But you just did two years of Zoom school. 
So you need to take that initiative on your own and just ask yourself, how is it that I'm going to complete this goal? What resources do I need? Like, do, should I get extra tutoring? Should I retake a class? Should I take anything at community college? As high school students, your high schools pay for you to take classes at community college. Oh, yeah. But they don't offer I took a while. I took a lot of those. <laughs> so then brush up on those skills. Get that college feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe clear go. up some GEs beforehand. All right, class 22, 23, and so forth. <laughs> what about advice for current college students? For current college students? Like us. <laughs> I would say to not take school too seriously. Oh, I'm, say no more. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, leave right now. Yeah. No, no, yeah. You, have, you have a goal in mind, right? So yes. you first want to ask yourself, what is the journey to get to the goal? It's not about getting that degree or that job. How am I going to get there? And then how am I going to make the most out of that journey? Because if you end up crying over math like yeah. I did in my bathroom so many times, you end up burning yourself out and you stop in, you stop enjoying the moment and you stop living in the moment. You're just living for this degree. Mm. But if you take a step back and go, you know what? Like, shit happens. Yep. And yeah. just forgive yourself and be like, okay, I'm just going to let it go and move on. Then enjoy it more, you know. That was beautiful. I respect so. that so much. <laughs> I, that's where it's like, you know, if you're if there's somebody's inviting you to a party and you have homework due, go to the party. <laughs> just go to the party and be like, you know what? I, that, oh my god, that's just, a, that's okay. Like you have the next one. It's just one right assignment. <laughs> Basically, my what she's saying, stop hanging out with your mom on a Saturday. No. Bro. Get out <laughs> the damn house. <laughs> Get out the damn also, house. Also, if you're making that same choice of not doing your homework every week, then maybe reevaluate your priorities, right? <laughs> yeah, but me. What do you mean? <laughs> I can party and do my shit, okay? Uh, uh, no sleep, right? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Hennessy in my left hand, a pencil in my right. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> no, exactly. You're not an age. Oh, right. We're going to go ahead and go to a commercial. (laughs) We'll be right back, guys. (laughs) No, now (laughs) that was fantastic. And that's something that, you know, I was told that uh, from my one of my mentors at work, you know, the exact same thing. Like I asked him, what if I get to the point where it's like I burn out from writing articles, I burn out from talking about sports, you know, about burnout, about losing my passion. And I'm scared of that. That's my biggest fear. And he just said, overall, just to acknowledge that, you're losing it. Take a step back, and when you're ready, get back into it. And, you know, don't make it, like she said, don't take it too serious. And that's what made, you know, honestly, that's what the Foods Podcast kind of commits, but I don't take it too serious because I could be in there over there in that live radio station talking about analytics and tactical situations within football. But this right here is where you get to let loose and be lenient more, you know. So that's something that that's, uh, I, co- I coexist that. That advice that she gave you. Yeah. So, yeah. I know you really want to talk about your debt. <laughs> am I going to get to drop my Venmo? Yeah. Because <laughs> you mentioned it. See, there's two things you always mention in each class, or yes. you tend to mention. One is your debt, and for whatever reason, two is me, which I can't figure out. <laughs> oh, Any example. Any John example. Joseph Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Today was Jerry Mandry. Yeah. <laughs> Different Jerry. Yeah, there you go. Jerry with the G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll spread some love for you in the debt. You know, there's a lot of people out there who need it. But speaking about your debt, you know, you're in there for a reason. You know, it's not a fun thing to deal with. But what do you think you could have done differently? What do you advise other people to do differently? And what are some kind of like financial strategies that you're using to get out of this thing that you're in? Because you have done it you know, some part of it, out right mm-hmm. of it, right? So can you kind of explain that a little bit? What, what opportunities or what resources did you take a part on? So first, I just want to 
clarify how I got into the debt. So I graduated technically debt-free, no student loans, just $2,000 of credit card debt, which is actually pretty bad. Um, but I that I was 23 and I needed to move out, so I didn't have a job aside from like working at school tutoring that wasn't going to pay for rent. Mm-hmm. I made the choice of picking my mental health, sanity, and grad school, where you don't get as much funding to, to I attend. I did hear that. That's scary. Yeah, like, <laughs> you had, that's more out of pocket. So I had to pay out of pocket for school and I had to make rent and I chose to invest in my education instead of getting a hardcore job and working 40 hours while trying to do grad school Mm. because I knew at that point I'd made the choice I wanted to be an instructor at a college so you need a master's degree not a teaching credential meaning it's it's two classes per semester but it's intense so I did make the choice my student loans pay for my rent that is what the student loans were for Um, so I just wanted to Awesome. That. That's okay. what that. That's how I got into the debt. The education itself was not as expensive. It was the rent, the living during that time. Gotcha, gotcha. The 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 essentials that you borrowed. Yeah, and it's just a sacrifice you had to make to. Uh, yeah. And that's like another big thing that is a big change. You know, choosing your mental health over many other things. Because again, your parents might think, "Oh, you have to work, 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 work." Yeah, work. that's the thing. Like, um, you know I, mean? I feel like immigrant parents, like they don't believe in mental health. Um, you know, I know, like. For Thanksgiving, my dad came over, and um, my cousin, he's he, he's big. You know, he works for Facebook. You know, he, he's big now. He, he lives in New York. But he had to go through a lot of therapy because he wasn't where he was supposed to be mentally. And we were talking about it as, like, a family at the table. And my tia said, I don't understand why you think I didn't like love you if I took care of you when you cried. Mm. And I was like... What is what is this mentality that Mexican, especially Mexican moms have that just because I, I gave you your essentials and I had you and I brought you to this like whatever, like I came here for you and, and you know, that's that should show you that I love you. But in reality, like our mental health, like anxiety, um, you know, depression, like it's a it's a big thing. It's a real thing. And they don't understand that, you know, so I'm really glad that you pointed that out. Because I feel like it's something that it's overlooked in the Mexican household, at least. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, it was really important to me. I was at a really, I was at a at a really low point in my life where, I mean, I'll just be open. I wanted to end my life. And mm-hmm. it was a choice of the next day, do I do it or do I go to therapy? And I found myself walking to campus, going to CAPS and saying, like, this is where I'm at. I have these are the resources that I have because I'm about to do it. I just don't know what to do. Wow. And they they did everything for me. They got my insurance card. They found my therapist, my psychiatrist. I got was like I grew so much from that. But I couldn't talk to my family about it because you're sad. Well, get happy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Gompa, but it's not that easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, no. And it's like. It's a lot of things that are out of our control yeah. that brings us to that level. It's like, oh, man. But then I think, you know, because I went to therapy, too. I deal with all that stuff. I grew up homeless seven out of ten years, past ten years, and it's just, like, it's tough, you know? Um, and it's just, like, you learn to control what you can control. And, you know, there's good days and there's bad days. You know, they all come one off, one on, or maybe consecutively one over the other. But I've learned, especially through therapy and all the research that I took advantage of, to just be grateful for every day. Yes. You know, and it's something that's a, it's a bunch of life skills that take time to master. But the best time is that we have all the time in the world. You know, it's life. 
you practice them as much as you can. Uh, so I appreciate you being open with us because, again, it's especially within a Mexican household. It could be very difficult. And I'm very blessed that my parents are kind of like breaking that chain uh, in terms of the, you know, the mental aspect of everything, you know, the cultural, uh, you know, you always have to work, you know, yes. nonstop. Oh, you got to make sure the man is uh, feeding the family. If doing you're this not and that. doing something, you're not eating. Idle hands are the devil's playthings. Yes. Yep. And it is okay and actually very healthy to sit and do nothing. Yeah. Just and chill. It's so crazy. <laughs> you know, I feel like this pandemic, like so everyone was really like shook because people stopped going to work and we're so used to going to work that we're like, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, that, that fast lifestyle go. And it's like, well, I need more times in the day for what? You wouldn't even use it to rest. You just fill it up with something else. Mm-hmm. You need to yeah, take a exactly. step back and just live. Calm down, man. Relax. Listen to Bob Marley. <laughs> just wake up and live. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you for being open with that because that is something uh, that we all need to talk about from time to time. And it's yeah. just, it's uh, something that we need to destigmatize. De- you know, uh, that's why day one, right? I tell you, tell everybody, like, well, this is my schedule. I'm very transparent. I do therapy on Thursday, so don't talk to me. Yes. <laughs> I will be busy then, but otherwise, you know, you have my attention. Yes. Or Saturdays and Sundays, that's Diana days. Diana days. Love Diana days. How many? I believe you have some hard hitting questions for our good friend Diana Gonzalez over here. Do you want to ask away some little? Quick fire questions before we close this first ever special guest on the Foos Podcast yeah. episode. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I <laughs> love it. That'll be fair written on the walls. Nobody else could take it down unless, you know, <laughs> unless somebody else eats the wings and they're spicier, you know, and you take a picture <laughs> with the shirt. So This is also my first podcast. Really? Wow. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah. What'd you think? Can you give us a little? So we usually rate the professor, but can you rate the interviewers right now? How, how, what was your experience on the Foos Podcast? I'm having a Lot of fun. Really? Like usually, I take a nap during this time to prepare for class. <laughs> this was better than my nap. There you go. There oh, you have class right now, huh? At two, yeah. You know the class that you're. Oh in. yeah, you're right. <laughs> the one you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. The one you're missing. <laughs> the one I'm missing. Uh, no, you made it up. Yeah, <laughs> Were you go. surprised when you saw me today? Yeah, that, that, I did like a double take. Like, is that? Could that be Mariana? <laughs> it's eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel productive. She's sleepwalking. <laughs> So what are your questions happening? Right. Questions. Okay. So what is something that you like doing? Like what's your main like checking out? Like, okay, no one bother me. This is my time to do shit. Ooh. It's a good one. Oh, there's so much. Really? I have learned like what makes Diana happy. That's another tip. May learn what makes you happy. Like dancing. I because oh, my parents worked over the weekends, mm. I couldn't join I couldn't do dance. That was a sad that was a weekend thing. So when I was old enough I did line dancing, like Caballo Dorado, but like country. Oh yep. that is so cool. Did that what? for three years, tap dancing, musical theater, bachata and salsa. I'm on the teams right now. You know oh. how to dance bachata, girl? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you gotta teach us a math. Yeah. <laughs> I started at the salsa club here at Cal State Long Beach and they do both salsa and bachata. And then they just, like, all their socials, like, I branched out from there. I love making cards, like, birthday cards, Christmas cards. It oh, just wow. really suits me. And, okay. And that's another thing, like, I like to get crafty. So okay. it's like, I need to make my card. Like, today I'm making a card for my friend's aunt, and I'm just really excited. Like, I just, it's just been coming to me. So, like, I'm the, excited to go make it before side of practice. You. That's yeah. so cool. That's awesome. Heck yeah. 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 Is there any, uh, 
do any arts and crafts, Mariana? I actually enjoy painting a lot. I'm. It's so weird because I wouldn't like. I'm not the type like, oh yeah, I want to draw. You know, like, but when I really, really get bored, especially this pandemic, um, my friend sent me like a little, um, it's kind, it's kind of like a little, it has like, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's like a little, uh, how do you say this? Like a canvas. Yeah. And it, it has a little drawing mm. and then it has like different numbers that so took different painting and you choose a different number and you like paint it by the numbers. I'm still not done with it. So regardless, it'll be perfect. Yes. Oh, that's you dope. Can't, you can't mess up. You can't mess up. You can't mess up unless you go out But, the I mean, it's fun. I like yeah, that's no, challenge. that's cool. It's fun, you yeah. know? And then I was in... I took art for high school, and I did a really nice cactus, guys. Hell <laughs> and yeah. I have it up in my room. Hell and yeah. I'm like, look, Mom, this is the best I've ever made. Mira mi palito. Yeah, like, I'm actually... Not, I'm not bad, but... You know, I have a I have a busy life. Not just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, it goes back to saying, you know, do what makes you happy. You got to make time. Make, time, make time, time for yourself, but do what makes you happy and stop trying to please everybody else, man. Oh, yeah. You know? That's a big one. That was a huge one for me. Stop trying to. I was trying to be perfect. And it's like, oh, shoot, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I was even choosing the college I was going to go to based off of everyone's opinion. Yeah, exactly. I'm and like, it's dude, like, what am I doing? <laughs> After a while, I feel or I there was such a disconnect because everything was based off my parents that when somebody asked me a question, I was like, I don't even know what I want. I mm. don't because it's what your parents want for you. Yeah. That's so bad. Or oh, thinking I could about, like, well, so much. What, how's my mom going to judge me? What are my friends going to say? What if I pick the wrong restaurant to eat at? Like, yeah. I just, it's like, no, what does Diana want? Okay. Okay. That's this a- is what I want. I'm willing to compromise in these areas. These are my boundaries. What about you guys? What's going on? Oh, wow, dude. That is, that's, I think that's the proper way to do it, things right now. You know, I was the exact same way. My dad wanted me to grow up and be a professional soccer player. I got in a bad injury. Couldn't get back into it. And I was like, you know what, dude? I want to go into sports media. You know, and that's... Wow, there you go. That's the yeah. way to go about things. You got any more questions for uh, Miss Diana? Um, you got any free fire? Spit them out. Quick ones. A little favorite, quick one. Favorite movie? Favorite TV show? What's Ooh, going on? What's, yeah. What's, what's on your watch list right yeah, now? Yeah, what do you put on Netflix right after school? What do you put on? Uh, right now, I'm going through the Marvel movie marathon thing in Ooh. timeline order. So I just finished Civil War. Yeah, I think Black Civil Panther's next. Civil War so. is bad, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 like no, no. Ah! <laughs> it's totally an ego movie. It's yeah. an ego movie. Yeah. It's just two guys with yeah. big ego fighting about. Yeah, <laughs> literally it. It's a really yeah. bad movie. It's okay. Favorite show: Shit's Creek and The Office. But like Shit's Creek just has such a higher place in my heart now. Like I've seen that show five times. I'd oh wow. <laughs> Love that Me show. with Vampire Diaries. <laughs> with all due respect, I cannot stand The Office. You just have to get through the first season. And that's what that's everybody tells me. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. everybody tells me. That's the that's same thing with me. I, I started that show like three times. And once I made it past season one, like, oh, you just kind of begin to... The, the secondhand embarrassment is be, like it desensitizes. Like okay, I'm no a... I'm going to take your word for it because I had like 10 people tell me. I'm like, all right, this is the one. I got to go with it. You now. have to watch it because they're already like, it's not PC back when it was okay to not be PC. So, you know, it's, we have very rare gems like that where it's somebody being blatantly like not so, not politically correct in any manner, mm. but like they're still having these conversations. You know? Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Man. That's so cool. Movies. <laughs> what else you got? You got anything else left in the tank? Mariana, you got anything? A few, a few more, I guess. What um, you got? Got any tats? Ooh. Ooh. 
Any what? Tattoos? Like I love math or something? I thought about it. No, I'd get a paw of Toby. Oh, that's like, like a little so hamper? Like he's gonna yeah, like his hamper. Just the outline. I don't think I could handle the whole fill in thing. What about uh-huh. like a uh, pie? Like the pie symbol? Or I, something? Uh, I put Euler's equation. E to the I pie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. But I don't have the piercings person. So I have like three on my left ear and two on my right. Oh, I want piercings. So you don't have any tattoos? Though. No. Uh, okay. I also okay. want tattoos. <laughs> During okay. finals, sometimes a henna tattoo lady comes, then I get tatted. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> tat. The, the tattoo lady Tent- comes in? Henna what? tattoo during finals because all of this stuff begins like it's it's mental health stuff. So like how do you, to, to help people relax, they bring puppy therapy, free bowling, free food, massages, <laughs> donuts. We're promoting that. That's 15 kick in, you know? And a henna lady comes and does henna tattoos. I don't know if they'll have it this year because COVID, but. Oh, that would be amazing. Every day. Yeah, like just party do henna at my house. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> do that shit here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Get the henna down. <coughs> Uh, Any more closers? Quick closer. When are we going to Company D, bro? <gasps> Whenever you want. <laughs> Whenever you want. <laughs> I just I just called them today, actually, and I told them that I have the the card, and they're like, "Yeah, you can bring whoever." <gasps> um, Adriana and I re- like we'll t- we want to take you out to thank you, and then we're gonna blow some money at Company D. So. <laughs> there you go. Love that. That's the it's way. It's really to- cheap, y'all. Yeah, I know. That's the way to go, but Hovney, but like it's she's gonna save me so much money. Hell yeah! It's really well, save money and money. get that A, right? Well, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> she won't see you next semester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back. You enjoy yourself. <laughs> oh, uh, then that's fine. Uh, any more from you? Uh, I, Do you um, have any questions for us? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How has your experience been at Cal State Long Beach? Was this your first choice? Like. Oh wow! Especially I think coming from Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why aren't you a Husker? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> because I'm a sports geek, dude. Like, come on out. Yeah, but the Huskers suck. Huh? Yeah, they're but, bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, coming from Nebraska, I don't. When people ask me about it, I don't remember it. Oh really? Yeah. It I wasn't. Spent, I spent three years there. Don't remember any of it. Um, Nebraska. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Um, but coming from there, I just wanted. I lost California, and I. And I grew up here, and I never realized how much I lost it. Like, because you go to some like random ass state, and you're like, "Ew, what am I doing here?" Yeah. And then I came back, and I was like, "Okay, this is where I'm supposed to be." And I was thinking about like going to out of state and all these things. And I um, was thinking of going to New York, but then I was like, "You never realize you lost something until you lose it." And I lost California, so. I wanted to stay here. That that's should have been my I, senior quote. Yeah. That's, ah. why I, that's why I chose Long Beach. Long Beach is a mini LA. So mm-hmm. that's why it I really is, like yeah. Long Beach. Yeah. I don't really know a lot of Long Beach. I, I'll, the only times I do come to Long Beach was for before the beach. <laughs> that that, short. That's about it. I really don't know my way around here. So, but yeah, I, I think those, not for her, but I mean, I was going to go to UC Santa Barbara, but I had tuition paid for and everything. The only thing that was really expensive was storming. And, you know, I would be kind of by myself, no parents to help. And it's kind of like a scary thing when you're Party just starting. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> there's another podcast where we mentioned there's white girls. 
don't say white people. I, I heard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we don't. Yeah, I also thought a lot about that, and I just kind of wanted to stay around my room. Um, like I said, I wanted to go to Fullerton. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we've seen the sweater. Yeah, see, <laughs> but, yeah. But then I was like, uh, no, it's Fullerton. Yeah, everyone goes there. So I was like, okay, I'm just just Long Beach. There a very go. last minute thing, but you know, it's a, it's I like it. Yeah, for me, the city of Long Beach is a. It, it was a big factor in my growth as a person, and I love the city. You know, I didn't, I never lived here, but I grew up here. I was always in the area, and I was always everywhere. Um, and then now that I got accepted, it was either here, Sacramento, or USC. USC was like, "Nah, screw you, Jerry." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and so uh, Sacramento, they have a really good journalism program, and I was willing to go over there. Uh, to be honest, for a girl. Oh, yeah, no. but uh, I realized, you know what, if I, I'm not going to, plus I have, I have a really good job. I love my job, you know, especially at such a young age, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm living other people's dreams and I'm living my dream, you know. So I wasn't really to sacrifice that, especially for a girl. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. No. Listen, <laughs> fellas, and then live in the Bay, that's Yeah, gross. exactly. That's oh, so my gross. gosh. Yeah. Um, so Long Beach, you know, and then, you know, with God's, God's will, I was able to find a place over here finally, thank God. Yes. And uh, made everything work. So here, yeah, and I'm, I would make this decision three, four, five times again. So yeah, and my experience overall has been fantastic. I've been, I never had so much. Again, I never really had like my own place. Um, you know, I've been homeless for many, many, many years and whatnot. You know, dealt with whatever circumstances. Did. But now that I'm here at this co- uh, this university, I never had so much freedom to be creative and just to be able to take advantage of that space. And so that's something I'm very grateful for here because, man, I'm over here producing on this board, speaking to you guys, making content, giving my mind on a radio show. Like, I've had so much fun just being here. And 15 (laughs) weeks, it's been a great experience so far. 15 weeks? It's been 15 15 weeks. weeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Almost done. Don't be scared. Yeah, two weeks left. Yeah. Pushing through. (laughs) Pushing through. (laughs) The last last mile of the marathon. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Real quick, I had a question poem ahead. Favorite artist right now? Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a a podcast about a certain artist later on. Oh, like yeah, musical? Huh? Musical yeah. artist, yeah. She like says Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Picasso. You know, I don't know. I like I would say I guess if you look at you know the Spotify does the thing or whatever it probably be Taylor Swift because oh my gosh what's your favorite Taylor Swift dude oh. <laughs> have you watched All Is Well or All yeah, Too Well yes. oh my god bro it's my favorite album All Too Well has been my favorite song since like before y'all were born or whatever no no dude I'm the biggest yeah. Swifty okay, y'all were teeny you were like five years old yeah when but first in like reincarnation came out, you know? okay whatever yeah anyways yeah I'd probably be. But I like like I like Spanish music and bachata oh, country. Yes. I like everything. Oh wow, well, Chris Stapleton? Huh? Chris Stapleton? No, who's that? Oh, country my. boy, bro. Uh, that's literally modern, the only guy I listen country. to. Uh, it's modern country. I should specify because there's some country stuff like country rap. No, oh, or like damn. older country like that twin. Gonna take my ho- no. Oh, oh my god! I know that song. Yeah, uh, that's my little. Yeah. That's my little Nas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not country. Yeah, it basically is. is. <laughs> I know that. It basically huh? is. Uh, so you hate Jake Gyllenhaal, right? 
He's a person. Why is it that? Oh you're my god! To, to break up with people, things. It's okay when things don't work out. No, he was a gaslighter. I, based off the video, we've we've only heard Taylor Swift's side, but I do agree with that. I was like, he hasn't Ooh. said anything though. Exactly, There's and he reason. doesn't shower. Oh my god! <laughs> Where does she get this information? You, you, have, you, have, you have recordings Wait, of. Do you shower every day? Of course I do. Oh, you're weird. No. I shower one day, one day. Well, one day my one hair. One day ever. <laughs> one day my hair, and then the other day the just rest my body. body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, obviously yeah. that. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I you love know, showering. During COVID. No, oh. because, dude, I shower so much. My mom made me pay the water bill. Oh, oh. yeah, I love showering. That's personal. Yeah, dude, I spend all, yeah. the, I spend all get, the water. Did you get an hour extended on your curfew or what? <laughs> no, dude, I'm a girl. I'm home. No I one's tr- leaving. This is a jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Taylor good. Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's, who's the artist? Is that a surprise? No. No. You okay. look like a Swifty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The artist. Oh, that <laughs> oh we're just going to go to a concert. Oh, well, who's Oh, no, the artist that we're... Oh, yeah. So, so we're going to go to a concert. Mac Ayers. I don't know if you heard of him. Oh, is that what you were telling me? Yeah. The, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go see Mac Ayers? Uh, I don't know who that... Okay, anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we're actually... Because Mariana actually went to a concert during Thanksgiving break, and she got a fantastic story about uh, her Harry Styles love on tour experience. So. I went in for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a security guard let us in. What? I missed yeah. half of the show because I was freaking out because people were there. I mean, we didn't have seats. So security guards were asking us for our tickets and we ran away like three times. But I mean, the other half of the show, a security guard let us stay in the handicap area. So yeah, we were, we got the middle seats kind of. So, and it was, it was an amazing experience. Like my first concert experience. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, criminal experience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Don't say that. But living your life. Yeah. You, think yeah, back yeah. this, you only live once. <laughs> okay, Drake. But also, you don't want to live stupidly, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to be responsibly irresponsible. Yes. yes. There we go. Yes. Last question. What was your worst student experience? Like, what happened? Like, like you're like, ill students, you know? For okay. us, oh, not like you. As an instructor, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, "Oh, that's so like you know what I mean." Like I shouldn't have, I don't know. Yeah, because you're like you're such a cool teacher, right? Like you ever like meet people who take advantage of it or like who, yeah, or just like I don't respect like you. That, or, like, yeah, that comes like with that. the job. I was when I first started teaching because I started teaching when I was still a student. Um, I got questioned because of my age, because I of my did, gender. Oh wow! Like. Because they were, yeah, because I was female, they asked to be transferred to a different math class. And no so, way. Like, you're going to question me because of my gender? Ah, then, like, that's fine. Yeah. I, so, that. I mean, sh- oh, man, that is, that pisses what? me off. Should just pull the. Catch me outside. Right. Aside from that, I think, like, what, what has, what has sometimes bothered me, or what's bothered me the most about this job is you're all adults. Even if you're 17, like, you're, you're treated as adults. I'm not allowed to talk to any parents. I'm not allowed to even acknowledge, like, that you are my student, mm-hmm. that you go to this school at all. But I've had to, over the years, deal with some parents. It's like, I, I can't. And also, this is your child's time to grow. Like, yeah. You have to let them make mistakes, maybe not really bad ones, or just let them know when you make a mistake, I'll be there for you. Don't live their life for them. Let them make the mistake and know that they have your support. Mm-hmm. So when I'm hearing that, like, you know, parents are, like, the ones asking for classes, like, contacting instructors and stuff, like, 
That's well, crazy. Why are you more concerned about their grade than, than themselves? Yeah. Like when when are they going to have to call the doctor on their own? Because the anxiety is real when you have to do that, right? Like, <laughs> at what point does the responsibility land on them so that they have that initiative? So <laughs> Yeah, you gotta change that sound, bro. Why? It's, I love it, bro. No, I don't nobody's wanna... nobody's dying here. No, we gotta. Travis is it, not bro. here. No one's gonna die. <laughs> We're all social distance. Come we on, change now. it to something else. We'll change it to something else. Anyway, uh, no, that's exactly the point. You know, taking that shit, especially at this age, this is it's time to grow. You know, yeah. you, people are driving. I was actually telling um, Hafni earlier. I, I think Jerry too. Oh yeah. That I have a friend. Oh, she goes to Berkeley, and her mom put her on Life 360. It's so crazy, and I'm like, how are you supposed to live your life? You know, she dorms and everything, but she's scared of going Airplane out of her dorm. phone, get a different one, like you know, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, hey, make sure she listens to this podcast and fast forward to 5851. So you get that advice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you need to cut the umbilical cord at some point. Yeah. You know? So it, you have to. You, our brains don't finish developing until we're 25, but we need to allow itself to mold. Otherwise, you're like me where, yeah, mentally, or like I was 25 physically, but mentally I was like having PTSD from when I was 10. Yeah. And so in therapy, then you're stuck reframing. It's R&R, reframe and redirect, reframe mm-hmm. and redirect, just like change the perspective. But now you're undoing all of this work that you could have been living through and, and like working through yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, those are those... Uh couldn't those, have said it better myself. Those <laughs> cognitive, di- those cognitive distortions that you just had to reinvent yeah. and use them to basically trick your mind to untrick it. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's doable. I mean, you know? it, like say my mom was kind of like that, and like then I could have easily become accustomed to like a domestic abusive relationship where somebody's needing to check my every moment because yeah. I had to call my mom when I'd get to school and when I'd go home. Yeah. But I've learned that actually that's not healthy. So now I know that that's a red flag. But how do you learn that if the people you love are showing you love in that manner? Yeah. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah, there's that. Well, appreciate you being open on that case as well. Uh, we hit the hour mark. Oh. The last Oof. time we hit the hour mark was a pilot episode. Oof. So that's, that is a big honor. And uh, we understand that. Well, I mean, my preference is done before. You could cancel class, right? We could talk to you for another hour. <laughs> Right? Co- no, I love that little fork. Come on. When have I canceled class? Oh, you should. No. Like the, the same <laughs> oh, for pulses we got. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate you for joining us here today. And uh, yeah, what a way to spend a food flannel Friday, especially with Miss Diana Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, any final statements from you? You want to shout out Toby? You're any, anybody oh, Disneyland? Actually, I'll do a shout out to Adriana, my bestie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she left me. You know, we know so much about Adriana. We, haven't <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know her. <laughs> She's our bestie, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging out tomorrow. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just wanted to say thank you. It's been like, uh, this is all of our first time coming back in person. And it's been such a pleasure seeing that. Like, it's not the same, but I'm glad that you guys haven't lost hope as students. Because I, I got to go through senior year, and even though prom wasn't the greatest, you should have had your own cringy stories and yeah. graduating, but you, you're still pushing through, and I just I admire that, and I'm glad that you still have a light in you, and now you get to experience your life. I see a tear yeah. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Can I press the sound? That was a perfect time to use the sound. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I gotta change it. Uh, 
thank you again. You know, it's been it's been a, a joy and pleasure being in your class. Yes. And this the Foods Podcast is exactly what it is for your space to speak your mind and uh, you know, just say what you say from the heart. Uh, hopefully, your heart is uh, soft and not hard as some are. And I just want to, which I should have reiterated in the beginning uh, of the podcast, that you know, all views and opinions of our own, especially Ms. Diana and our behalf. So uh, they're not of our employers, not from Casa Long Beach, not from Jamba Juice or La Michoacana. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, I will reiterate that in editing. But uh, again, Diana, I appreciate you for joining us. And you're always welcome back on. Whenever you want to talk something, talk Taylor Swift. I know. Yeah. This I'll, I'll just press record and then we'll do a whole hour. Of Taylor so Swift Taylor here. Swift. No, yeah. we for sure should. Uh, we need to follow the chart. I don't know where all the songs come from. So yeah, okay. we have like go. a crash course up there. <laughs> there you go. Well, appreciate you, and uh, that'll do it for episode five of the Foods Podcast. No, excuse me. This is actually episode six. Six, yes. Six, Ooh, five podcasts. Different numbers. Yeah. The triangular number. The n times n plus one over okay. two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so let's get out. it's not two. It's not two o'clock it's yet. Not two o'clock <laughs> yet. Yeah, let's relax. <laughs> oh, I love this. All right, Ludacris, take us away. Throw you in them county blues, boy, what you gon' do? 